Welcome to the Achieve My Wellness podcast. I'm Amy Fox along with Dr. Jared and Dr. Evan from Achieve Wellness here in Alexandria, Minnesota. And, you know, it's still kind of the beginning of the year, but we're into heart. um, Is it Heart Awareness Month, Heart Disease Awareness Month? It's Heart Health Month, something. Heart health February month. is heart month. That. Let's just let's just get a heart month. Maybe we can get some love because there's been so much chaos <laughs> in the world. So maybe we can just you know the heart goes for love. Let's just talk about that. There for a we go. While. Love your heart. Love your health. I think a lot of people over the past probably 12 months or so have maybe put their health on the back burner a bit, whether it was their choice or not to. So what are you guys seeing as far as um, cases of health uh, heart conditions or heart health right now? Uh, unfortunately, heart disease is one of the leading causes of death in Americans right now. Uh, more people die of heart disease than ever before throughout the course of history. And the crazy part is, is it's a lifestyle disease. I mean, this is something that can be 100% preventable if people just choose to do the right things. Um, in America right now, we're seeing skyrocketing numbers of people who are having heart attacks, who are having uh, strokes, who are just having all sorts of cardiac issues, but yet you don't see these kind of things in other countries, especially in countries like Japan or countries where they're constantly walking up and down mountainous type ranges, and that's just part of their daily life is to get out and exercise and move. But in America, we are seeing crazy, crazy numbers. Yeah, I mean, one out of two people are having heart disease these days. You know, anywhere between six and seven hundred thousand people um, get diagnosed or, or, or perish, right, of heart disease every every year. Um, you know, some of these statistics are, are really interesting. I mean, sixty percent of even fifteen to nineteen year olds um, had plaque in their in their arteries in some recent research studies. Twenty five percent of children ages five and up already have placking in their arteries as well. So we're seeing a huge trend of obviously heart disease within our country that's is continuing to, to, I guess, devastate families year after year after year. So let me ask this. I mean, obviously what we're talking about is is a lifestyle choice, and we know that we can make healthier choices with our food, and that will promote heart health. Um, Is it mostly our American diet, what we're choosing to eat, or is it what's in our food products, or is it a combination of both? Where do you guys weigh that? It's definitely a combination of both. Um, Not only is it that we have such an assortment of chemically processed foods that is quick and easy and with so many additives in there, they can make it taste good, that that's what people are choosing to eat rather than the quality, natural, God-given food that we have, the fruits and vegetables that are are grown, which our body is supposed to be eating. we, We focus more on eating these quick pastas, mac and cheese, pizzas, different things that are quick and easy and our kids will actually eat it, but uh, aren't actually building health in our bodies. And along with what else is in there with so many pesticides and herbicides and toxicity levels uh, in our food supply, as well as the sugar, the sugar content. I mean, it is amazing. We are doing a challenge in our office or we just finished a challenge in our office where we tried to focus on decreasing sugar, and it's amazing how sugar is in everything. Anything that comes in a box, anything that comes prepackaged, anything that comes in a can even, there is sugar in it. Uh, you have to really, really try to get sugar out of your diet, 
And when we are seeing this amount of sugar, it causes inflammation in the body. It causes infl inflammation of the arteries, and that's what's going to lead to increased blood pressure, increased cholesterol, uh, and really damage a lot of the arterial linings. Yeah, I like the word inflammation because I think that's the number one root cause of any disease out there in all reality. I think only like 3 to 6% of all diseases are genetic related. And I think that a lot of people, they fall into the category of thinking, well, my parents had heart disease, so I'm going to get heart disease. My grandfather had heart disease or my grandmother had heart disease, therefore I'm I'm stuck, right? And in all reality, there's only 3 to 6% 3 to of all diseases out there are literally related to our genetics. And so what happens is, like Dr. Evan was talking about, we get all the stress and all this inflammation in our body uh, because it's a combination, like you were talking about, not only our nutrition, right, but also the chemical stresses and the emotional stresses. Those literally cause inflammatory uh, conditions at a, at a cellular level that really lead to a lot of the heart disease and a lot of the conditions that we see today. When I hear inflammatory, I don't really feel like it makes me feel serious about it. Like, I think it's like, something's a little swollen or irritated, but it's really, that's that's the start of it. That's the big problem. Yeah. You know, most people will think the same way, right? We get inflamed or we have inflammation of a muscle or right. we get inflammation of a joint or we get inflammation because that's what we can see and that's what we typically can feel. Well, our organs and a lot of things on the inside, we don't have sensory nerve endings in a lot of these things until the problem is 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 past too far to fix. And all of a sudden we have a major heart attack or we have major problems start to, start to build within the organ or within the system. So we don't have those sensory things like we do in our joints and in our in our muscles so we don't necessarily feel the inflammation that that we're kind of relating to uh, when we talk about uh, the inflammatory conditions that actually happen from the food or the chemicals you don't feel those until unfortunately the disease process is already there and and the problems already already probably you know past even possibly being fixed so you talked about sugar um, some other big no-nos or things that we should start reducing in our diet. Um, how do we know if something has a lot of preservatives? You hear the word preservatives and you should avoid them. Well, how do you know what has a lot of preservatives? What do you, what do you look for? Well, if you're getting, if you're buying things at a grocery store that come with a label, look at the label, but don't look at the numbers that, you know, all these labels have different percentages of this is your daily value of sodium. This is your daily value of whatever mm -hmm, else mm -hmm. that you're looking at. Don't look at those because those numbers can be skewed so much depending on serving size. Look at the ingredients. Look at every single label right at the bottom of all those numbers. It'll say ingredient list and whatever is first in those lists, that is what they're putting the most into that product. And you're, you're going to find that when you start reading these, well, the vast majority of the v first three words you're going to see is sugar, sucralose, or something something that ends with ose, meaning that's the type of sugar. Then you're going to see a whole bunch of different things that you it's hard to pronounce, like <laughs> escoscorbazol something 102. And it's just like, well, what in the world what is, is that? that? Exactly, <laughs> right? If you have trouble pronouncing it, I can guarantee you your body is not digesting it prob properly. And, you know... Some of the biggest myths we want to get get across to our listeners today, too, is, you know, people go to their doctor and they fear the word high cholesterol or they fear, fear yeah. the word high blood pressure. Yes, those things are not great, but cholesterol is not the enemy. Cholesterol is actually a healing agent in your body. Your body needs cholesterol in order to heal itself. So when vast majority of Americans are on a cholesterol-lowering medication, what they're doing is they're actually lowering their body's ability to heal from the inflammation that is being created from the stress, from the bad foods, from the toxic overload, from all these things that we're exposed to on a regular basis in our culture. Now, 
I'm not saying that it's okay to have high cholesterol. We have to keep it under control. Now, there's good cholesterol and there's bad cholesterol. There's the HDLs and the LDLs. These are all kind of buzzwords that people are well aware of, but they might not exactly know what they mean. Okay, So the HDLs are the good cholesterol. So when you have an inflammatory response in your arteries, let's say you're under a lot of stress, you've been eating crappy foods, you're not exercising properly, there's, uh, your body is highly toxic, your, your arteries are going to be inflamed and they're going to start to swell up and they're going to start to form basically like scar tissue when arteries get very thick. Your HDL cholesterol is what's going to go to that part of the artery and try to help to heal it, to try to help to calm that inflammation down, to try to help to make sure that your body can actually heal and get back to homeostasis. That's what your body's constantly trying to do. The problem is, though, is that when there's so much inflammation, the LDLs then start to form a plaque. And that is where people get into big trouble with clogging of the arteries is that when there's just constant inflammatory reactions in the body, the LDLs are going to start to form a plaque wall around the artery, and that is what's going to clog it and then lead to major heart attacks at, at younger and younger ages. Like Dr. Jared was saying, we are seeing kids these days. They've done autopsies of kids who have died prematurely, and they're already seeing that placking is starting to develop in mm. kids as young as eight years old. Yeah, so we're pumping in all these cholesterol medications, and we're literally starting to destroy the way our bodies are actually building hormones, too. You know, cholesterol is the base root of different hormones. It makes your vitamin D. It helps with estrogen and testosterone and progesterone. It helps with a bunch of different chemical compounds within the body. And, and what we're doing through our society right now is, unfortunately, we're limiting that through a lot of these uh, cholesterol medications. Now, as, as chiropractors, we can't take people on. You can't put people on medication. We can't take people off. So if you're thinking about just getting rid of your cholesterol medication while you're leaving <laughs> this, you know, don't take our word for it. Make sure you work through that with your medical doctor. But we are, you know, suggesting that you do look at, you know, your cholesterol in a, in a different light, in a different matter. And, and like Dr. Evan was just talking about, you know, as the cholesterol is not bad, right? Cholesterol has been in our body since the beginning of time. That's how God created us. He gave us, I don't, I don't, I don't even say, you know, good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. It's, it's cholesterol, right? And mm -hmm. yes, there's fast moving and slow moving cholesterol. The problem is, is if we, if we rewind a little bit, it's all about the sugar and the inflammation because that's what causes the oxidation of the cholesterol. And when our cholesterol gets oxidizes, that's where we're going to start to see a lot of the placking. Um, oxidation is very similar to like if we're driving around here in Minnesota in the winter and all of a sudden we're getting um, salt on the side of our car and then it gets oxidized and it turns to rust, right? So that's sure. what basically happens inside of somebody's arteries is, you know, the plaque starts to stick a little bit. It gets oxidized because of the, the chemicals and the different uh, processed foods and the sugars and everything that we're taking in. And all of a sudden that builds a harder and harder scab type plaque type of thing, which literally includes those arteries. And then that's where we see the, a lot of the problems. So it's not necessarily the cholesterol. We have to rewind back to why is the cholesterol going up and why is that plaque even forming in the first place? It's not just, you know, looking at that plaque. There's something that's causing that in that person's body and, and ultimately taking two or three steps before that plaque even happens. That's where we need to start focusing as a society so we can start limiting, you know, a lot of these heart diseases and a lot of these heart, heart attacks and, and deaths because of of heart disease. I think a lot of people, I mean, they want themselves to be healthier. They want their family to be healthier. And you don't want to have to be a detective when you go shopping. Um, because I really feel like you were talking about the labels. I think a lot of things too, whatever's on the front of the package entices you and, and fools you. Like they'll say all natural, but it's not really like whole grains or whatever, or um, like sugar, like everybody was told, get away from high fructose corn syrup, because that's really just sugar. And then um, 
you know, uh, someone told me if you're looking at like a grain product, if it says enriched or bleached, then that's, is that right? It takes the nutrients out. Correct. So you're not getting the whole grain benefits. You're absolutely right. They're basically stripping away the, all the good benefits of that product where, you know, stone ground or, um, Ezekiel bread, what it's what sort of sprouted, sprouted grain is the is typically the words that we look for when we're when we're actually you know reading the labels, and those are the things that aren't going to cause an inflammation, um, you know, and continue to cause a lot of the the cholesterol problems. Now, again, if somebody has high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or something something along those lines you still want to get rid of some of those breads for mean time because we have to lower the inflammatory load basically that's in that in that person's body. Um, and ultimately, you know, don't focus on the numbers per se, as far as the high blood pressure and the cholesterol, because there are people that out there, then there's studies that show that even people with low cholesterol, there's actually a higher death rate with people with low cholesterol than there is high cholesterol. So um, let me just ask you quick, does gluten have any thing to do with heart health because that seems like the other buzzword people are gluten or gluten-free or they're worried about those things do they does gluten that have... is more of a digestive disruptor okay. and so people who have leaky gut issues and digestive issues they're the ones that really want to stay away from gluten however if your body is gluten intolerant or you're sensitive, that is going to be another inflammatory response because your body, when you digest gluten, then is going to inflame, inflame itself. And it more so affects the digestive system. Okay. However, it's just another added inflammatory response in the body where it, when your body is dealing with overinflammation on all these different levels, you're going to see problems with heart disease. You're going to see problems with digestive. You're going to see problems with your immune system. You're going to see all sorts of different uh, problems with your body when it's inflamed. And again, our body is just constantly trying to get back to a point of homeostasis. And your body is made to heal itself. Your body is made to function and do what it's supposed to do to keep you alive. Okay. When you have an inflammatory response because of constantly bombarding it with things that your body doesn't like or is intolerant to, that's when that inflammatory response is happening. And so once we try to remove a lot of these foods that are shown to have a high inflammatory response, we can start to see the body heal itself and come back to homeostasis. And we're starting to see, you know, instead of, you know, I, I look at it too, and it's hard to do that, right? It's hard to switch up a diet and switch up a lifestyle. It's easy to go into the medical doctor's office and get a prescription medication, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's kind of where our society is, is basically stuck is like, okay, I have this condition, right? And now instead of taking responsibility for my health and taking responsibility in a lot of my lifestyle choices, uh, unfortunately, it's just, it's easier to get this prescription medication. And the number one thing that they're putting on is they're putting on people on these statin medications, right? And so the statin medications, there's a lot of dangers out there. And I don't know, people read the side effects of statin medications. I mean, but they can cause liver damage. They can cause neuropathy. They can cause severe joint pain, uh, rhabdomyolysis, it's called. So it's basically breaking down and tearing down muscle tissue within people. So there's a lot of things that are out there and yes, it will lower your cholesterol, but it does nothing to lower your risk or your rate of mortality because of a heart attack or stroke. And so why do most people take cholesterol medication? Well, they think that it's going to help reduce their chance of heart attack or stroke. And really it doesn't do that. 
And so there's no there's no general studies out there that actually show that it lowers the mortality or the or the stroke weight uh, of those patients. Yes, it lowers their cholesterol, but unfortunately, it does a lot of disruption, especially to a, a, a basically a, an antioxidant in your body called CoQ10. Um, when you take a statin medication, uh, it basically stops your liver from producing CoQ10, which leads to a whole host of other uh, problems and, and issues within the body. So if you're on a statin medication, make sure you're taking CoQ10 as well. So I, I know you talked about that you can't take people off medication specifically or prescribe it as chiropractors, but I have seen that you have like a drop off in the office where people can get rid of their medications they no longer need because now they're feeling the health benefits of chiropractic and a healthier lifestyle. Um, so let's tie that back in as we're talking about heart month. Where does that fit in with chiropractic and that overall wellness that you are doing at Achieve Wellness? You're talking about a drug freedom trash can mm-hmm. in our office that you've seen? Yeah, yes. that's, that's kind of a focal point a lot of people like to focus on. Uh, so again, we never tell patients, stop taking medication. Right. We don't do that. However, a vast majority of people who go through our program and go through the five essentials and really start to get their body to, to function at a higher level can start to come off of those medications with the help of their medical doctor. Now, we... Uh, are partnering with a medical doctor at New Kingdom Health, and uh, he is very focused on wanting to keep people well and whole. And so if you're looking for a doctor to help you along that path of what medications you actually need or don't need, uh, we can talk with uh, Dr. Bob at New Kingdom Health. But what we're whole... What our whole focus on is just returning the body to be able to function itself. And that's where the chiropractic piece comes in, just like you asked. And, you know, when your nervous system is out of alignment. Your body's just not going to function the way that it needs it. It's not going to heal. And so one of the biggest things that our patients focus on when we go through these five essentials is we have to get the body to heal properly. And so the chiropractic aspect is removing interference from the nervous system to allow your brain to be able to communicate better to your heart, to be able to communicate better to your digestive system or any organ or any muscle or anything in your body. Your brain has to be able to communicate through the central nervous system. And if there's interference in that, that's what's going to be disruptive. And so, you know, a lot of people come into our office and we take x-rays and we'll show them where the damage is in their neck, especially at the base of their neck between C4, C5, C6, or C7. Those nerves right at the base of the neck, those are the nerves that go right into the chest and that's what controls the heart. There's another nerve that comes right out of the very top. It's called the vagus nerve and that's what controls a lot of your blood pressure and heart rate and different things like that. But if there's any subluxation or any interference in the nervous system, especially in those areas, vast majority of the time, those people are the ones complaining of they've been dealing with heart issues. They've been dealing with uh, irregular heartbeats. They've been dealing with high blood pressure. They've been dealing with uh, heart disease or cholesterol, or maybe they've even had a massive heart attack in their life and they're trying to figure out how can they heal from this? Because unfortunately, heart disease is known as a silent killer, meaning that you don't know you have it until you have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. You know, vast majority of people, the first sign or symptom of ever having heart disease is tipping over of a heart attack. And 50% of those people don't survive it. My dad just had a friend who was 62 years old over this last weekend tip over of an aneurysm who in my dad's mind said, oh, he was a healthy guy. He wasn't overweight. He, you know, I don't know what his diet was like, right. but it was very shocking. But this happens on a regular basis in our country where people don't know that they have disease building in their body until it's too late. 
and I know that um, it is a big killer of women too. And um, I think people just think about older men, and it's unfortunate because women um, really do have have to watch their heart health. And um, my grandma and my great aunt, and there were there were a lot of heart issues on that side of the family. And so I know that uh, it is something to keep an eye on all the time. So I just wanted to say, women, you need to watch out for yourself as well. Um, so let's just remind people how to find you guys and get a hold of you. And because uh, it is Heart Month, we'll do another whole chapter on this because there's so much to cover when it comes to heart health. There is a ton to cover and you're absolutely right. I, I love that you brought up women is because it does, um, heart disease kills literally twice as many women as cancer does. And so think about that. And so you, you think about the, the effects of heart disease in women, it's absolutely critical that women are really looking at what is the cause and ultimately how do I get to the, you know, basically the root cause of that cause so that we can be healthy and we can be, we can be well. Achieve Wellness is right here in Alexandria, Minnesota. If people want to find you, it's AchieveMyWellness.com or do you want to throw out the phone number in the location? Sure. Call our office if you want to come get checked out. It's 320-762-2055. You can find us at AchieveMyWellness.com or on Facebook at AchieveMyWellness. Dr. Jared, Dr. Evan, thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks for having me. us.